Hello, everyone. Welcome back to one of the best podcasts on the podcast, Airways Birth of a Degenerate, starring me, Jay Philly the Kid, with my two indomitable co hosts, Morgan Watkins and Billy FFD. How are we doing today, boys? Where's the dictionary at? Yeah, Where's the words? Indomitable? I think, I think you're making, I think you're talking about the Indominus Rex, and this is not a Jurassic World podcast. Hey, 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 you have a computer, use it. It's called Google. G O O G L E. Yeah, you've lost all your credibility. Uh, we tried it, it didn't work. Maybe we'll try it again next week. But yes, welcome to Birthing Regenerate, brought to you by the boys of Betting the Diagonal. You have Billy, myself, and Jared here. Boys, how are we doing tonight? How's your March Madness going so far? Oh, it's wonderful and terrible at the same time. It's a wild, wild ride, to say the least. A bunch of oral. <laughs> bunch of oral. <laughs> if you, if you uh, watch Betting the Diagonal, we did a strictly oral episode. And we tried to fit it into baseball. Didn't really work out all that well. <laughs> Jokes weren't hitting oh. as well. Morgan thought they were. I mean, oh, I mean, it's tough for a pitcher like Oral to hit, you know. So I don't expect his jokes to hit all the time. <laughs> um, but yes, check out that episode. We are huge fans of Oral Roberts, um, and we did the count. It was it was 80, 82, 83. 83. Ti- 83 times that I had said Oral in about an hour. I would like wow. actually uh, Guinness Book of World Records. If you're listening right now, I would like my credit. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Morgan with an A at the end. Um, anyway, it's definitely with an A. Boy, <laughs> definitely not. It actually, it, when I see it spelled with an E, it very much rattles me very quickly. We know. <laughs> um, yeah, gets to me quick. Um, Jared, what do you think of the tournament so far? I know you're not a huge college basketball guy, but you got to appreciate some good basketball action, regardless. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, being number one in the sleeper bracket league, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just enjoying being number one. But the downfall is that my Gauchos, man, I was all in on the Gauchos, man, yeah. Ariba. And, and it, was, it was more of audio. You're, you're going to get us canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's racist, Jared. That's not racist. For sure. <laughs> oh, no. It's borderline. It's borderline. But yeah, the Gauchos were a pick that all we all like. Billy and I, and when we did our stuff, we were we both like Santa Barbara. There, uh, the glory of March Madness is there's no guarantees, right? What do we say about guarantees? You might as well go take a shit at Moorhead State if you want a guarantee. Oh, oh boy, that's yeah. brutal. Um, uh, they, for the record, they only lost by one. We, we weren't too far off. No. We covered the spread, so easy. I mean, I mean, yeah, easy one for us for sure. Um, Jared, so we, you kind of mentioned it. We have a big bracket going on for betting the diagonal right now. Uh, this what was the word indomitable? This indomitable clown that we have sitting here, Schmitty Wergenstein, um, you know, somehow finds his way on the top of the bracket. The kid knows how to just pick a rabbit out of a hat if I've ever seen one. Uh, Billy, who's Except this rabbit has gold teeth. Guys, I know. Oh my gosh, one of the smartest basketball college basketball guys I know finds themselves a little bit back. Now, boys, if I remember reading correctly, it looks like the two of you are going to have a showdown. Yep, it, it, 
it really relies on was it Saturday's game mm-hmm. or uh, it's Saturday, right? Um, yeah. Between Syracuse and Houston. If Houston wins, I win. If if Syracuse wins, Jared wins because he's the only idiot on the planet outside of of Jim Beheim that has uh, Syracuse in their Final Four bracket. So. <laughs> But, you know, that maybe Jared and Buddy were related or something with how faithful he is to him. I've seen Jared shoot a jump shot. There's no way they're related. You have? I've, when? I've seen Jared try to shoot a jump shot before. See? Oh, you know what? Morgan's just mad that, that like, I've beaten though. him in 21 constantly, but it's okay. It's okay. I, Let's I move on. I openly admit that I can't shoot. I'm not a shooter. I'm a passer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on um, our, brackets, our brackets are there still um, I know if I'm not mistaken both of you guys are on Gonzaga to win the whole thing yes. uh, mm-hmm. I'm on Baylor so we'll keep it locked and loaded it's but it don't get- matter you're out <laughs> they say I'm out but you can never what do you say about a man who's out you're never out until you're dead so I like you're my chance just- <laughs> I, I mean I heard Jared singing before just gonna say it. that's that's terrifying. Um, all right, boys. Jared, last week was a nice, pretty, a little chill episode for you. Went over some easy things. Do you remember we talked about the common mistakes that we find in sports betting amongst like casuals and new gamblers? Do you remember what any of those mistakes were? Um, drunk betting, betting with your emotions, and um, oh yeah, my favorite one: chasing losses, not chalking losses. Chasing losses. God. <laughs> you see? <laughs> I, just once, once I start to think that I'm getting proud of you, I go two steps back and get more disappointed. Listen, wow. that's, that's why I never became a teacher. You know? Hey, chalk it up to the losses. Um, but yeah, so real quick for those people out there, because you know what it is now. What is chasing losses? You know, what 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 do you what am I doing if I'm chasing a loss? You're, you're just betting on the same team. I mean, they're on a bad streak, and you're just like, oh no, they're gonna get it this time. Oh no, they're gonna get it this time. No, they're gonna get it this time. And guess what? They just don't get it. They just I mean, don't that's, get. It. That's wrong, but it's also right. No, you did a round. You did a very roundabout way to say a part of it, right? Yeah. Okay, good. You gave us kind of the whole story. Um, really want to fill them in? Yeah. Um. So, chasing a loss, chasing losses is essentially trying to make money back after you've lost a bunch of bets. You 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 place a bet that you might not know much about, like a Shishwan Blue Whales at three thirty in the morning because you lost every single game. I don't know what you're game. talking about. We know <laughs> everything about the Shishwan Blue Whales. I'm talking in in Jared's terms. Not Jared oh, okay. doesn't know anything about the Shishwan Blue Whales. Yeah. He probably doesn't even. He probably doesn't even know where Sichuan is. Probably thinks it's like in Japan. It's China. It's definitely China because I said Chinese basketball. Stupid. Um. So, like in a, in a way, you weren't wrong because like you can be betting on the same team over and over again, thinking it's gonna work, and it doesn't work. But then you're just betting like an idiot. That's a little bit different than chasing than chasing chasing losses. Um, trying to trying to recoup what you've already lost throughout the day, you know. Try to double down on your bets, you know. Like, oh, this this team is down a half. Let me let me rebet it, and they're gonna win. 
for sure they're going to win. Like when Morgan texted me, I text Morgan today saying, hey, <laughs> the Bucks are going to win this game, right? Because I had him in a parlay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think they're going to win. They should win. They didn't win. They did but not I, win. Uh, I didn't chase my loss, was what I'm trying to say. I didn't go ahead and just double down on it. I, I let it ride. Yeah, so okay. that's that's a very important one. That's one that everyone will fall in that rabbit hole real fast because sports gambling, as Billy, I'm sure, can attest to, is extremely frustrating. Uh, there's a reason why our hair is turning gray at such a young age. You know, it's this is a very it's a very stressful industry that we you know happen to partake in. Um, but yeah. for as stressful as it is, the ride is the ride of that mountaintop, baby. Woo. Something Ooh. else, Jared. You know all about that. Watching uncut gems, don't you? Ooh, my boy Howard, man. Tonight, I guess I gotta stop opening up these little doors for him to just never shut up. Yeah, please. Um, tonight, we're gonna ch- switch things up a little bit. We're still gonna talk gambling, but we're gonna talk a different style of gambling. And we happen to have with us here tonight the number one gamb- DFS gambling guy at Fantasy Football Degenerates, the guy sure. who knows doing the guy who can turn your what was it 150 or 50 dollar bet into five grand you know guy who he, he's got magic hands right we're here billy we're going to talk dfs tonight what dfs is what the little stress and strategies are what you know what where you can do it all right that's enough of the fingers there oh uh, we don't need any jazz hands here it's supposed to be magic hands not jazz hands um these aren't spirit fingers these are spirit fingers <laughs> off the rails <laughs> We are gone, um, but Jared, what do you think? What do you think DFS is before we get into it? Uh, DFS is daily fantasy sports, so you're just betting on like a team or a game for that day. Basically, you're not you're not doing you know like like this week and next week and next week and next week. You're just doing like that game or that matchup or whatever. Somewhat you have. You had the right gist, but it's not the, it's not the game necessarily. It's the individual players in the game. So with Billy, his specialty being NFL, this might be him taking Christian McCaffrey as his running back for X amount, and then taking Ryan Fitzpatrick as his quarterback. You know, saving his money somewhere else, kind of thing. We'll get into that in a moment, though. Um, but DFS is another fun way for anyone who's doesn't want to you know deal with the complete sweat of a you know, a D2 or a Chinese basketball association game at three o'clock in the morning with true degenerates. DFS is a great substitute for that where you can kind of, you know, enjoy the perks of fantasy sports, whatever it is, baseball, football, golf, um, everything. And really just take it to one day at a time. You know, you might be out of your fantasy football season. You know, I, one of my leagues this past year, I went, uh, I believe it was one and 11 or one and 12. Not good. 12. One twelve, not good at all. Um, so you know, it gives it gives me a chance where all right, I'm already losing a ton of money as is. Might as well, if I have no interest in this fantasy team, let's add a new one today. You know, let's maybe get some guys who actually will show up and do something. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, you're a fan, DFS connoisseur. What are your thoughts? DFS to make it a little bit more simpler. Um, you're essentially creating a fantasy team for every weekend. Or one weekend, really. It's really for one weekend. You're using a salary cap of $50,000 on DraftKings or $60,000 on FanDuel to create the most optimal lineup 
that will score you the most points. Therefore, you can bring in all the money, or as when I write my articles, back in the Brinks trucks. It's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful game. I love playing it. I enjoy it more than fancy regular fantasy football at this point. Um, we're gonna be breaking like when we talk about it, we're just gonna break that break it down in football terms just because it's my specialty. Um, it seems to be the better better opportunity to win, maybe because I I focus more on it in general. But I try to do basketball for the first I don't know twenty games of the year this year. And it seemed to be a crapshoot, pretty much useless. Uh, maybe one day Morgan can teach me how to how to read the matchups correctly, because to me it's like you don't know, you don't know who's going to yeah. go off. And it's For just, sure, yeah, it's a crapshoot. Well, maybe we'll have that as one of this because this is going to be a multi, couple couple episode little mini mini series here, uh, which are just because this is such a big you know avenue going into sports gambling, you know, it's very new compared to a lot of other things in this. Uh, it's something that everyone's going to really enjoy. Um, we can definitely look at it because I've dabbled a little bit here and there on NBA ones and have had, you know, a decent amount of success, whereas I, I just think it's anything football fantasy related, so I don't even touch it anymore. Um, but DFS is, you know, a really cool thing, um, and there's a bunch of different places, that, you know, you can play it on. You can go to DraftKings. You can go to FanDuel. Um, all these different... I think does Yahoo have Daily yes. Fantasy? Yahoo or has Yahoo. one. And for those who like who enjoy gambling on prop bets, this, this one will definitely interest you, Morgan. There's a new site that just came out this past season called My, Monkey Knife Fight, um, where like you have to set up a group of players. I think, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure how it works, but you're still using a salary cap. But then, when it, instead of like projecting them to like, oh, that guy needs to score twenty fantasy points, you pick the over under of him getting yards or for basketball points or rebounds. You're using the Vegas prop bet and trying to win money. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, By the way, I just want to say that's... hashtag now to sponsor Monkey Knife Fight, but you're more than welcome to sponsor us. I mean, it's. I would love for them to sponsor us because that that name is just phenomenal. Yeah. Whoever came up with that one, I, I want to give them a high five. That's. I'm, that I'm sounds currently like a nice little punk rock band. And uh, I'm currently on punk um um monkey punk. knife fight, punky knife fight, and uh and a one one of their pros is a, a cool logo as opposed to traditional DFS. So even more, even more. Yeah. That's not too bad. You know, just ah. drawn in by what you see, right? Um, oh so there's some cool, very cool things with DFS. And one of the really cool things that we kind of alluded to, talked about a little bit is you have like a salary cap for when you're picking players, right? So each player is allocated a certain value towards how they are with your top tier, like Patrick Mahomes guys being worth, I don't know, what's Patrick Mahomes usually worth? 12000 No, uh, it depends what platform you play on. DraftKings, most of the year, he was around 80, 85 to nine, uh, 8,500 to $9,000. So it's almost a fifth of your salary cap, that, yeah. that quarterback. Think. And typically speaking, you, you know, it's not like you're filling up you know, everything. You have very you know, similar to most spaces, which you have your quarterback. Some of them, you only do one or two running backs. You can have maybe two receivers and a tight end. 
Um, you have a defense, and I guess well, you have a kicker as well. So you have like your full fantasy line, but you got to allocate your money out. And like you know, how Billy was saying with DraftKings, what it looks like, every different each site that you can place these DFS bets on has a different salary cap for you. So DraftKings, their salary cap is fifty grand, right? That's the money that they let you allocate out to the players that you're going to purchase for those games. FanDuel is sixty grand. Now, that's going to mean that their values of the players in those platforms are going to be different. You know, that means DraftKings, Mahomes might go for eight grand, whereas in FanDuel maybe he's nine grand. You know, exactly. it's, they're going to balance it out so that you know they might make it look like you're getting a better a better deal with more money to pick players, but it's like how in retail you put a, you put a sticker to sixteen ninety nine instead of seventeen. You know, yeah, that's how I sell sixteen ninety nine a hundred times over. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's the easiest trick in the book. Um, but when you, you're setting it, you know, it's pretty it's pretty simple how it works. You set your lineup, watch the game, sit back, relax, and if your team wins, you win money. Right? Sounds pretty good. Sounds simple enough. Yeah. So it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. But it, it, it's it's. The idea behind it is definitely simple enough because there's been days where I'm like, oh man, let me just throw in this, this these random players, and hopefully I win a little bit of money, and I do win a little bit of money. Um, I just wanted to go back, backtrack a little bit for DFS for like the regular, like what they call a slate. So like it would be a set of games is called a slate. So it'd be like for a Sunday. Sunday football, you would play all the one o'clock games and all the four o'clock games, and the the late night game is one by itself, and we'll get into that at a different time. Um, you get one quarterback, you get two running backs, three wide receivers, one flex position, and one tight end, and a defense. Um, so usually, regular, yeah, without yeah, without a kicker. My, I know Morgan said there's a kicker. There's definitely no kicker. In like a regular slate, if you go into oh. like a single game, fetch your sweet ass. I'm in there with the kicker. I'm in there with Young Way Cool. <laughs> um, and as far as the different ways to play, like different platforms, um, for DraftKings they use full point PPR, which is what me and our home league plays, Jared. And then I don't know if you play half point PPR, which is you know same thing. For those, yeah, for those not, I think ignorant swines at home, a PPR is point per reception. Those are the ones who think low scoring matches are more fun than shootouts. Get the heck out of here, a bunch of losers. Um, But the other nice thing that comes out of DFS is you're going to be in a pool of, say, maybe 100 people competing for this prize. It's not going to be, typically speaking, just the first place guy wins a prize. You know, it could be first place wins 50% of the money from the pool. Second place maybe wins 25%. Third place maybe wins 15 And then fourth and fifth each get 5%. You know, so they want to give it out. They want to, they want to keep you involved in it, especially in a field where there's so many people you're going up against as opposed to a normal sports betting. You're just betting that game individually. You're not going up against somebody else on the other side or anything like that. Um, they want to keep you involved. So yeah. there's different, there's diff- plenty of different games to play. Um, yeah. like you can play a tournament and for that, there's all different sorts of entries and you play a 25 cent tournament like you put 25 cents of your own money in 50 cents. It goes all the way up to 
$1,500 tournaments. Um, Jesus. Yep, and a lot of those are, you can play up to 150 lineups, so you can play 75, uh, 150 lineups in one tournament, just in hopes that one of them wins and you win $100,000. Um, tournaments, I, t- I pretty much stay away from. I, like, I always play them, but I never really recommend them um, because they're hard to win. You know, like these upper echelon people who like do this for a living. There's people out there who play DFS for a living. It's all they do. They just sit yeah. there and they and computer generate 150 lineups and they they make a profit on it, which is it's it's fun, I guess, for the, them. The American dream. Yeah, you know, they just press a button and they make the lineups for them. I don't know how that works. What I do, I like to play the cash games, which is where I've had the most success. Um, most of these people aren't using algorithms to get get to where they have to be to win money. Um, there's a couple different ways. There's 50-50s, which is half the like half the entries they yeah, win half money. Half the pool wins, half the pool loses. Yep. Okay. Um, you have double up, triple up, all the way up to five times. Um, there's those usually um, pools of like 30 to 50 people. Depends mm-hmm. on which one you want to join. That's kind of where I stay in. The triple up, quad up. Um, so like I'll play a $5 game, $20 game, whatever it is. So say I play a $5 game hoping to win 15 I only have to be in the top third. I only have to, be, I only have to get in the top 10 out of 30 people. And money. for me, yeah, for me, it's... I, I, I can... Pro, most of the time, I can safely say I'm better than... Better than 20 people, you know, and in at least half the games I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And that's all it's going to take. Um, you can, there's also free games, like say there's free tournaments you want to play just for fun, just to get mm-hmm. the hang of it. Um, there's also, say, Morgan's talking a little bit too much trash one day. So I sent him an invite, <laughs> face me, 1v1, private. Um, oh, yeah. We can and just throw, throw some biscuits out there each way, winner take all. Mm-hmm. Put Billy in his place one of these nights after I beat him in PGA also. Oh, no shot. Um, they And what I love, why I switched to DraftKings almost exclusively is because you can do like almost like a season long. Like every week you like you play whoever you want. Um, like, you know, you set your lineup however you want it to be. But you can do like a like a fancy league, so it keeps track of how many people won, like who won. Like last year, we had eighteen people in it. Ten dollar buy-in every week. If you don't want to play, you don't have to play. Um, but you know, you put your skills to the test with your friends. You know, just toss a little bit of little bit of bread around, having having some good times. Especially if you're out out of your fancy league, it's a great way to do it. I, I definitely see an uptick in when I write my articles around week like eight or nine, when a lot of people are out. Just out. Yeah, they're just. You got the people like me eight. who've been. Are, I'm just done. I can't win a game to save my life. Yeah. All right. Um, first, would you think that uh, you'd be interested in doing something like this in DFS? I mean, okay. I mean, like. The point, the point of the podcast is to do sports gambling, so you have to try everything at least mm-hmm. once. So, um, why not? Now, 
given the information I've given you so far, do you yeah. think that DFS, say, let's just for argument's sake, we're talking football, would that mm-hmm. would you think it makes you a better gambler when football season comes? Uh, maybe I'd say yes. I definitely say yes. I I would say yes because because with DFS you you you're basically looking at the value of everything. So like when it comes to like a league, you you're like like well you know what's the value of taking this guy at this at this uh round and whatnot. So like you see values, you see, you 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 got a good grasp of of the value of your pick. Mm-hmm. And he makes yep. smarter decisions. I think one of the best things that makes it so great and I think that it'll you know it really helps you out in your regular gambling on a game and everything. You get you get a little bit more deeper insight into the player. What he was you know give me a run give me uh what was the backup running back for McCaffrey? Mike Adams is that his name? No or, uh, Mike Davis. Mike Davis Mike Davis won Mike me Davis, so right? much money this year. I He's a great can't. example of a player, great for DFS, and I'm sure won a lot of people some leagues this year. Um, you know, it's when he, McCaffrey goes out. All right, this is our chance. Let's we can, while we're picking our players for DFS. Maybe Mike Davis is my guy. I want to take. Let me see what the Falcons' defensive line does against the run. Let me see how many yards per touch they give up to running backs. Yards per catch to a running back. You know, maybe I want to take. Uh, a wide receiver. What's the what's depends on what the league. How many receptions per game does their top corner give up to the not their number one receiver? It gives you a better idea of what you're ultimately gambling on as a game as a whole, which will help you make a more informed pick. Absolutely. And the first thing I look for when trying to find like different players to play, I look at the over and unders on the slate. First, the games who have the highest over-under is the game that you're going to want to play. So say, I don't know, I'm just going to use the, the, the example for your, the Super Bowl. The over-under was 52.5, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I think if so, say, yeah. say you have two games at 52, one game at 45, a game at 55. You're going to try to play the more players that are in the game that has the over-under of 55 then game you're going to have that has uh, over under a 45 because there's more opportunities to score, more opportunities for a touchdown, more opportunity for fantasy points. All that being said, all that adds up is the cash in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it all relates, but like sometimes you miss things like when you're gambling, when like you're looking at full teams together, you're like, oh, this offense is going to do this, that, that defense is going to do that to that player. Uh, to to that off that offensive line, but you're not always looking at. Oh well, that defense is good against the run, but he's they're terrible at pass uh, at defending pass catching running backs, or or like defending a like a like a screen route, something like that. That's all the stuff that goes into DFS. Um, there's a lot of things that take. That it takes to be successful at DFS, but so, a lot of times, you know, a lot of it goes out the window. Once the football gets snapped, you never know what's going to happen. Once the once the ball's in the so air just, for the tip off, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. It's just like it, it's like in a regular bet, 
you know, was it two years ago, the Dolphins beat the uh, Patriots at the very last second, right? Oh, yeah. You know, who would have saw, saw that coming? You know, the Patriots were a juggernaut at that point until they just ended up falling apart after that game. You know, it gives you a great idea for what side you maybe want to be on a pick. You know, see what value you have in a player. Um, I think, I think per, my personal take, a great player to look at, you can do a ton of research that helps your pick in general, is like Alvin Kamara. You know, as a not a you know guy who's going to run between the tackles, but how many touches is he going to get against a top tier defense that he go, maybe goes up against this week? You know, what do they do against them? Okay, that's going to change some things for me. Maybe I don't. Maybe Alvin Kamara is being overvalued now in DFS, and he's going to have a very tough matchup. That maybe the casual people, and a lot of people going on DFS are a little bit more casual. You know, doesn't see that. Doesn't see the value in taking a different player. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know anyone. Ido Smith, for whatever reason, for Atlanta. Maybe he has a great matchup um, against the team. Say, say like the Raiders, who uh, have struggled against the running back for the past three years. Uh, I don't know. Just picking random stuff out there. Um, definitely makes it a lot of fun. You can learn a lot of cool things as well about some of your teams out there. And it'll for sure make you a better fantasy football player, for sure. Uh, unless you're me, uh, I'm. Then you're just not good. Listen, for those listening, I also am on a fantasy football podcast, Fantasy Football Degenerates, the mother, the mother podcast to this, whatever you want to call it, the father podcast. Three dudes being called the mother podcast a little bit weird. Uh, Morgan doesn't listen to it. We're gonna call it the Pod Father. We'll call it the Pod Father. Morgan doesn't listen to it. Morgan doesn't slide in my DMs. Morgan asks for no help, but then complains to me. Yeah, just a man and Jared won the fantasy league. And That's what happens. In fantasy sports, sets his own lineup, sits there aimlessly on the toilet for three hours while his leg and ass goes numb, researching every little thing that might help me make the right pick for that day. Put the right player in the lineup. Put the right flex in. No, just just to watch Adam Thielen not score a goddamn point. All Can't he had to it. do slide in my yeah. DMs. I yeah. say it yeah. at the end of every episode. Of I, I tweet about tweet that every weekend. Every weekend, Jared can attest because Jared Morgan saw. He, does. he even said it. Uh, I yeah. Was, yeah, I'm very well aware. I see it all the time. I tweeted out. Ask me any and all fantasy football questions. That yep. is me. I am the guy who's given yep. out these winners, losers, whatever it may be. You know, I always put my money where my mouth is. I win people championships, Morgan. But let's get back to DFS. Um, I just, I just want to say we're we're gonna cut it soon. I just want to say that there's a few things that go into being successful. Um, There's a lot of research involved. There's a lot of finding the right matchups involved. So even if it's like for a running back, it would be against just a whole defense as a whole, looking at injuries. Uh, for for wide receivers, it's who they're, who they're getting faced up against in, in the cornerback, in the secondary. Um, or it could be, does that, <clears throat> to say, like um, Sherman doesn't, doesn't play man defense. So you would definitely want to avoid somebody like Michael Thomas who only runs a slant route because he's going to be creeping up in a zone and like if you knew that information ahead of time, it could save you a lot of trouble in the future. Um, and a lot of times, like 
next week I'll get into like kind of what I use to like when I go into like how to set up a lineup correctly. I'll give you some of the information of places that I find like that information for. Um, also, some that really goes into a lot is something that I use so much is a, a player's history playing against the team. So if you know anything about Travis Kelsey, you know minimum he's catching 10 balls for 150 yards against the Broncos, which is a very good defense. He just loves to play against the Broncos. There's, color, there's situations like that all over the league. And it's, you know, it's, you got to find it. You got like, like Morgan said before, who would have saw the Dolphins beating the Patriots? Like that. Fun fact. The Dolphins have beat the Patriots more time than, times than anybody else in the last decade. But nobody yeah. knows that because they're, quote, unquote, oh, the Dolphins. <laughs> they are the best money line team against the Patriots in the last decade. So See, that's a nobody, good I did not know. Granted, the Dolphins are good now, but I did not know that at all. No, it was when they were bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, I know, I know. I, I'm saying, granted, they're good now, so maybe it's different. But they should just, oh, money line's going to be not worth as much. But yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's things like that that, that give you an edge. Because all you want is that 1% edge, then you're winning money every single week. Because, like I said, there's people like me who are playing there's people like Morgan who doesn't know a damn thing, and there's people like you, Jared, who do who do know fantasy football, but they just don't know how it works. So if you just put in that extra time, an extra hour, extra two hours, on the little extra effort, there's money to be made everywhere. Um, lime lemon lime Gatorade, baby. Oh, oh God, not this again. Um, next week I want to do how to find value. Um, what websites I use, um, how do I decide who I'm gonna play, who I'm gonna pick, why I'm gonna pick them? Um, I'll pull up a old article next week and kind of break down what I look for, and then we'll roll on from there. And then maybe the third week we'll do we'll try out some basketball. We'll build a lineup together live. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, we're gonna um, have all for- Nick all Nick lineup. Well, oh, you know, know babe. if it hits, it no, hits. No, 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 no. It cannot be a Nick lineup because you don't bet on your teams. That a boy. He'll bring out my favorite uh, John Hammond quote from Jurassic Park. Spared no expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spared no expense. Randall as his I'm, powerful. I'm, I'm, I'm picking all, all Sixers. All yeah, Sixers. Might, so might the, win. Hey, for all the Just bad cool. juju that I'm gonna put towards them, that way they won't win the East and it'll be the Knicks who win the East. Ha <laughs> Reverse I'll reverse ma- juju. I'll make a ah. I'll make a bet with you right now that the Sixers win the East instead of the Knicks. I'll give I mean, me the number one. Plus, what? I'll give I'll give me plus two fifty and I'll give you plus twenty five hundred. Don't take that bet. Don't take <laughs> no. that bet. No, that's a terrible bet. I, I, well, I don't why, hold that. on, hold on, Morgan. For, just because he doesn't know anything about gambling, why are you giving yourself fucking plus money on that? Because you, you know, even like Gonzaga and Baylor are getting plus money in the tournament. All right, I'm giving myself plus two fifty. It's a lot. It's yeah, a I'm lot. a handicapper. I well, can give the, myself the, what I want. The, the Nets aren't going to play. 
playoffs. They'll have the Bucks. There's three teams vying for that one spot. It's not gonna happen. I would I say you give the Sixers plus two fifty, you give the Nets plus three hundred, Bucks plus three fifty. No. I definitely wouldn't. No. That's a no, no for right, I'll make it plus five I'll make it plus five thousand. I wanted mm-hmm. to no. I wanted to mention this when we talked baseball on on uh last night for Ben Diagonal. I wanna say that if anybody deserves the MVP, it should be Julius Randle and nobody else. No. Uh, no. You can make the case. If, if you say you James Harden, you're you're a fraud, and you don't know anything yeah. about basketball. Don't, the man quit on I his don't team. James Harden. Yeah, yeah I mean, if I know you. I know you like Lillard, I, but yeah, I, I, at this right now, if it was anyone, I'd pick either. If you ta- if you take out the guys who are injured and everything, it's coming. It'll it would come down, I think, to a three way race between Jokic and the Kumbo and Lillard. They're not going to be honest again. And, yeah, they're not. And not Julius Randle after what he's done. Yeah. He's single-handedly yeah, okay. brought that team to playoff contention. Yeah. yeah. Literally. He's the guy who puts up crazy numbers, or he's the guy on the the number one team in the conference putting up crazy numbers. He's the guy who's putting up crazy numbers and, and fucking facilitating a team that shouldn't be in the playoffs. All right, well, anyway, let's. Well, we, we can argue Knicks Sixers for years, and you'll never be right. Um, but okay. like, like we said, we're going to do a couple extra episodes with this one because um, we really see there's a lot of intrinsic value for everybody watching this and listening to this in uh, DFS. You can have a lot of fun in it. If you, like I said earlier, if you don't want the stress and sweat of a regular bet where you're sitting there watching Bellarmine and whomever scrub program they're playing because they're nowhere near as good. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Where you can't find that game, you can just pick you guys. You know, you know, Jared's a big, is a big Giants fan. Maybe he likes Kyle Rudolph. Maybe that first week of the season, score a couple tutties against his former team. Who knows? Um, but anyway, as we close out every show before we shut it down, Jared, give me some picks for tomorrow, Saturday, March twenty, or yeah, March twenty seventh. Tomorrow, tomorrow, March twenty seventh. Uh, I have. The uh, what's my columns? The Mavs at um, New Orleans. Uh, JJ Redick revenge game. Gonna go off. Gonna drop at least fifty six. Uh, oh, I have the Thunder. Wait, 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 wait! What's the number you have? What's the number you have? He's gonna drop at least thirty six. No, no. You have the Mavericks. Are they laying points? Are they getting points? Oh, the Mavericks. Are uh, they? Are where is it? Where is it? They're uh minus two and a half, so they're laying points. Perfect, good boy. All right, so you're He's taking the Mavericks minus. I mean, that was I'm just a shot in the dark right there. Uh, oh. I when you when you were trying to fix your internet, I said to him, "What's the total for the Sixers Clippers game?" And he goes, "Uh, I, I don't know, minus minus one ten." Like you they, they don't have it in the boxes. They don't have it um, in the box. All right. Um, what's okay. okay. What else you got? Give me two more picks. We're going NBA picks. Uh, yeah, of course picks. I have, um, basketball the, th- the Thunder at um at Boston. I have them at uh minus. Uh, sorry, plus plus ten. Plus ten thunder. Um, now let me reason- let me ask you something here with that game. If it's at plus ten, 
Would you be interested in purchasing the hook? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because it could go either way. All right, which way are you going to take it? Would you, you know, would you take it to nine and a half? Get a little bit extra money back your way or take it to ten and a half? Take nine and a half. More money. Okay. So we're going to say you're going to be on Celtics plus nine and a half then. We're going to give you the hook on that game. Oh, the Celtics at home? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Uh, Thunder plus nine and a half. I, I know it's a Thunder plus nine and a half, but uh, are the Celtics so- at home or are they on the road? They're on the road. I think they're they're on the road. Oh, road I don't like that pick. Yeah, it, that's it, it, that's one of those ones where yeah. Well, I'll get into that in a second. Jared, what makes you what's why what's your logic behind that pick? Did you do any research or anything? Think. Wait, what? I know, I know. Billy found some good research for this game. Real quick, right there. Did you do any research for this game? Why do you like this pick? Uh, Thunder. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I just know from. So I'm speaking to you about basketball and just going over games as of recently that the Thunder are significantly better against the spread on the road than they are at home. Um, if you give me 30 seconds, I can pull up the actual number. But um, they they play better on the road for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Um, let's get that number for you. They are I got it already. Oh, on the. At home, they've only covered eight times out of twenty-one times. On the and then on the road as an underdog, they've cut. They are fourteen and eight. Fourteen and eight. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, for example, on the flip side, um, the Celtics are only eight and sixteen on the road, covering the spread. Hate against that. each other, so. Who do you who do you side with a little bit more? But all right, Jared. As obviously, you know, we found some really good ways you can find some good research for that. So make sure you always want to have that little kind of nugget in your pocket, um, so you have a little bit better idea. What uh, what's your third pick? What do you got? Uh, I have the Clippers at minus three against the Sixers. Because your seventy Sixers. They are my number one in the East. Uh, Arguably number one in the entire association team. Yes, they are. Uh, what, 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 what's, what do you got about that pick? Why, why you like what? that pick? I don't what? know what. What? what? Billy you. doesn't like number doesn't one in the like association. Wild pick. Number one in your hearts and number one on the score sheet. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid's still out. Uh, I like the Clippers, but Kawhi Leonard is still questionable. Injury wise, but I think the Clippers can get it done. Why not? Plus, Sixers are coming off a game. Maybe they had data rest, but it's all right. That's not, I I, I probably wouldn't recommend using that as a stat. A day of rest typically is going to help that team a little bit more than hurting them. Um, Yeah, you got to have having those fresh legs isn't too bad. Uh, and it's a little bit different because they didn't travel too far for that game. Yes, Billy. I, I know you're not good at math, Morgan, but I have a quick question before we uh, close it out. What is a better win percentage, 32 and 13 or 32 and 11? 32 and 11. Oh, well, then the Jazz would be the best team in the association. <laughs> well, because they, they lost to the Sixers, so. Listen, one game. Uh, you said the best team in the I, association. We'll take. We can take down anybody. 
Um, but all right, Jared, we'll see what happens with those games. I hope we wish you nothing but the best. We always wish the best for the boys. Uh, we want to see you win no matter what. Even if I don't mm-hmm. want to see my Sixers lose, I always want to see – we always want to see the fellow young kings prosper. We want to cash that bread. Right, bread maker? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Bake that bread, put it in the oven, comes out as juicy. Ah, beautiful. Great callback to a couple of weeks ago episodes. Uh, if you haven't seen those, check them out. We got some great, great content in there. Oh. Boys, a content. Jared, what you got going on? Where can I find you? You can find me at JPhillyTheKid on all social media, Twitter, Facebook. Yes, I have a Facebook page. Um, My Facebook? Facebook. My MySpace is coming, um, and especially Twitch. Fans? Uh, if you like, uh, what? Only, Only fans? fans? Uh, not yet. I'm contemplating it though. Uh-huh. His, his uh, new lady friend wouldn't like that very much. I will. But, su- I will subscribe if you put a Only Fans out. I will 100% subscribe to it. Jesus. But really, truly, just find me on Twitch. I play video games. I do just chatting streams on Fridays. Those are ramping up. Love to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> He's allergic to bullshit, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Billy, what's going on in your world? I got a lot of stuff coming. I have... Last night after we recorded, I started... While we were recording, actually, I started doing my rookie breakdowns for all fantasy football-related purposes before the draft. Going to have a draft episode coming out for that for fantasy football degenerates. Plenty of stuff coming. Find me at BillyFFD. Also, follow my homeless friend, Greg, at Gersh Greg. He needs some Oh, no, followers. no. He changed it. He changed it. I don't know if you saw the updated notes. <gasps> it's at Oral Gersh now. Oh, it's at Oral um, Gersh? Oh, boy. Change it. So let's see if we can get him some extra followers now. I think that's why nobody could find him, because he was going by the wrong pseudonym. Um, his real name is actually Oral. Um, he was named after that face of the, world, the famous World Series Hall of Fame pitcher, Oral Hershiser. Um, big fan of the program, uh, big fan of Oral Roberts University. He donates a lot of time there, um, likes to spread the word orally to all the people on campus, you know, of his successes. Um, Morgan. I held, I held off as long as I could. <laughs> I know you did. Where can we find you, Morgan? Uh, you can find me at MoWatch26, uh, all of us hiding underneath the at betting the diagonal umbrella that is underneath the at FFD podcast umbrella. Um, great content coming left and right. You know, we'll have DFS content coming from Billy's again soon, getting ready to season guys rankings coming. Maybe we'll have some draft talk coming up, a bunch of different drafts coming up. I'm a huge draft guy. I know Jared, we've argued draft stuff before. I've had to get miserable texts from you. When Tough I make day a to be an Eagles fan. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I honestly, and a quick little sidebar. I'm actually okay with it now. Um, I so my I would I actually I'm not okay. I'm in, in, all right, in all right, partial. all right. We don't have the time. We don't. We'll talk off stream about it. We'll talk off stream. I'm impartial for the record. Um, like I said, you find me at MOS26. Find all of us there. We are on Apple, uh, iTunes podcasts. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. We are on OnlyFans. Uh, we are on Twitch. We are everywhere that you could possibly look to find us. We're there. Um, if you check out our OnlyFans, we have some really special pictures of Jared coming up shortly. Wink, wink. Um, yes, sir. So Some of a little thing. icy hot. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> special video. You muted yourself, Jared. We can't hear you. Um, but this was Birthing a Degenerate. 
We look forward to having you all here next week for our second episode about DFS. Boys, until then, I'll see you. Thank you.